there is an excitement about creating your life and about creating what you want. And even though you have no idea what's around the next corner, I'll tell you this, every expectation that I thought I would have when I started this company, none of that happened. But what ended up happening were things that were far beyond what I could ever imagine. I see my victory so clear. I see my victory so clear. It's a day we break through. It's a day we break through. It's a day we break through. It's a day. What is up, Fit Farm fam? Welcome to the Fit Pharmacist Healthcare Podcast where we empower you to make a breakthrough and dispense your full potential. My name is Dr. Adam Martin, and I'm your host for the podcast. I've been a practicing full-time community pharmacist since I graduated pharmacy school back in 2012. I'm also a professional speaker, author, and lover of living life to the fullest. The Fit Pharmacist community exists to serve you to dispense your full potential by learning from our world-class guests on how to practically apply simple solutions to not only elevate your pharmacy career, but nail your nutrition, master your mindset, and fit fitness into pharmacy through simple solutions to guide you to live a fulfilled life with passion and purpose. Thank you for being here. Now let's dive into this week's new episode. When you hear pharmacy, do you associate that with medications or healing? For many, the focus is on the main modality we use to guide patients to their healing using medications as a medium. But if we look deeper at the root of our role as pharmacists, our primary goal is ultimately to help our patients heal. We most certainly are the medication experts, but looking at the bigger picture of our purpose struck one pharmacist to journey deeper than medications into an international quest to answer the question, how do we help others to heal? I am pleased to bring on to the Fit Pharmacist Healthcare Podcast, our guest and fascinating pharmacist, Amy Greeson, CEO of Natural Discoveries Incorporated, who has over 28 years of experience as a registered pharmacist, specializing in integrative medicine for the last 20 years. Greeson has traveled extensively to study indigenous healing methods and plant-based medicine, having led expeditions to the Amazon and Andes, Ecuador, Madagascar, Papua New Guinea, and the Republic of the Congo. Additional travels to regions in Peru, Belize, Costa Rica, Bolivia, Guatemala, and Mexico have furthered her study and research with herbal and botanical medicine. Amy, welcome to the Fit Pharmacist Healthcare Podcast. Uh, Thank you, Adam. It's a pleasure to be here. It is such an inspiration to have you on here. And like I was explaining prior to this podcast, I think that it's divine intervention that that I found you and that our times, our schedules just aligned for you to be on here. Unfortunately, in pharmacy, there is too much negativity, naysaying, and focus on the burnout and the stress. And I'm not saying ignore it. I'm not saying that things aren't, you know, understaffed or hours or, you know, whatever workflow happens. But what I am saying is that our focus is shifting in a way that is dissuading people who are in it for the right reasons to really get into pharmacy and help people. 
those people that are really in it to make a difference, they're getting persuaded to look elsewhere. Mm -hmm. And I think that's a disservice to our profession because there's so many bright minds out there. There's so many people that have gone through pain and found that healing and want to give and dispense that as a pharmacist to other people. So the fact that you have been a pharmacist for such a long time and your passion and work has extended literally beyond borders to a degree I've never even heard of before. As a pharmacist, as a healer, working interprofessionally and internationally is just so inspirational. So thank you so much for all that you do, not only for the people, but for our profession. I just want to acknowledge you for that first and foremost. Thank you. That's so Because you, without a doubt, are a guiding light for pharmacy. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And you're, you're absolutely right on. I think that in my own experience, you worked in an independent pharmacy. I've worked in retail. And the pressures with the insurance, with the expectations and the requirements can get really, really just consuming and overwhelming. But for me, I ended up going back to work with my father's small little independent pharmacy in, in Thomasville, North Carolina. And every single day, every week, every month, I saw the people that I've known my entire life. These are my friends and my teachers and coworkers and you know the, the people who worked at the local diner. And they were coming in and we would fill their prescriptions. But in the process, you walk with them on their journeys. And their journeys can often be uh, some pretty horrific paths that they have to keep putting one foot in front of another. And as a pharmacist, and I think our pharmacy profession, we have some of the most empathetic, loving, kind people. You can't become a pharmacist without some level of empathy. And I think many of us have huge amounts of empathy. My problem with being a pharmacist was that I had a hard time watching people continue to get worse. And we didn't have the cure, if you will, just to just put it out there. But, and so what I decided to do was to go and try and look for those treatments and cures. And when I graduated back in 1990 from Chapel Hill, most everyone either went industry or they went retail or hospital. So there were really three venues to go out into the jungles to look for new treatments and regimens. Well, you know, there, there's no salary for that, Adam. So <laughs> I had to make some tough decisions uh, financially with my own. Uh, but I, I think that that's the wonderful thing about pharmacy is you have a basis, you have this amazing degree, and you can go beyond the boundaries. You can create whatever field that you want to do. And that's what I did. It took me 15, 20 years, but I continued to use my degree as a retail pharmacist. And then all my, my spare time was consumed in starting this company and doing a nonprofit with some educational materials based on these treks into the jungles. And I look back and... Um, uh, it, it, my passion for our our profession has never dwindled. It, it just continues to ignite and explode because uh, there's there's always something that you're seeking and and there's always a challenge and there's always 
the friend, the neighbor, the family member that's struggling with the disease that, that we, I think, can always do better. And uh, I don't know how much I'm contributing to any of that, but I, I think that a part of my soul would have died if I had not at least tried. And I think most pharmacists feel that and go to, to bed at night a lot with a heavy, heavy weight on their shoulders, not only from those day-to-day activities that we're responsible for, but for the emotional weight that we carry by watching people that we really care for struggle and struggle and struggle. You are such a beautiful soul and you are such an inspiration. It's just phenomenal. There, there are so many things I want to comment on about what you said, but guys, I, again, I want to reiterate, there's so much uh, negativity and focus on the wrong things in pharmacy. This woman right here graduated pharmacy school right now. It's 2019. She graduated in 1990. She's been a pharmacist since then. And not only still is just practicing, but she is invigorating the profession through her work as a pharmacist. She has started so many amazing things. She has traveled so far. So I want you guys to really listen to this and think about this. Regardless of all the stuff you hear out there on Facebook and all the you know, negative comments, this woman has started such a movement for our profession, 28 years deep being a pharmacist after graduating and still loves pharmacy. So I want you to hear me loud and clear, and especially Amy, that regardless of where you are right now, there is hope. And you guys see me wearing the hat. If you follow me on social, I'm the hope dealer. And that's why I bring people like Amy onto this podcast is to share their story when they came to that crossroads of feeling empty or unfulfilled, or there's more, there's got to be more. I, I don't feel like I'm doing my full purpose. That does not mean that that's your time to leave pharmacy. That means it's time to dig deeper and take action and take a risk, take a chance using faith on what does fill you up. And, and I loved what you said about feeling that when you were a pharmacist and, and going deep in your passion, using your free time and your own money to invest growth, personal development, finding out how can I make this work, not seeing the how, but having such a strong why that you can bear any how through knowing what that is. And I resonate with that 100%. Um, graduated 2012, been in full-time community since then, and people think I'm crazy. Yes, maybe a little bit, but mm -hmm. it's, it's the self-care, guys. If you focus on yourself and investing in your self-care, making your nutrition a priority, making your physical fitness a priority, investing in your mental growth, not just continuing education and pharmacy, but I'm talking about personal development. Have you healed your past? Are you looking at what really juices you mentally? Are you reading books? Are you considering writing a book? Who do you surround yourself with? Who are you? What you're, you're, you've got your nutrition diet. What about your mental diet? What types of things are you feeding your mind? Are you listening to Facebook groups that are saying how terrible pharmacy is and complaining and bickering? Or are you listening to people that are not complaining? They see there's an issue, they're not ignoring it, but they're taking action to make it better. People like Amy. Guys, that's the purpose of this podcast is to bring people from pharmacy doing things like this, literally to your earbuds, so that you can hear what's going on 
and be a part of this change, the change that you wish to see in pharmacy. So I just want to reiterate that and make that very clear um, that that's what Amy's here to do. And she's really just such a, an inspiration for all of us. Um, okay, I'm done talking. <laughs> Um, but I just I just had to reiterate that because because what you're doing is so phenomenal and I just really think that it's needed, especially today in pharmacy. So again, thank you, Amy, for for sharing your journey and all that you have done as a pharmacist since 1990 up until this day because it's truly phenomenal and uh, I know it inspires me 100%. But without a doubt, it's inspiring so many people listening to this. If you're listening to the audio portion of this podcast. And or if you're watching this, the, the video portion, because it, it's such a amazing and profound thing that you're doing and it's needed today. So thank you. Now, one of the things is that I think that it, it's, we tend to take so much weight on ourselves, um, but what we have to remember, and I'm reminded of this every single time we're in, in, on, on an expedition is uh, the value of your team. Uh, the value of your friends and your family and your coworkers, because no one understands what we deal with on a daily basis uh, other than our own pharmacy peers. Um, and I think that uh, that's, that's one of the points. And there was something else that triggered a thought that you had said, Adam, which was so wise. But when I look back in my life and, 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 and I look at the things that uh, we've been able to accomplish there have been more times that I've been on my knees than there have ever been the mountaintop experiences. And some of the most difficult obstacles, the most difficult struggles that I have ever had in my life, the end result were some of the most beautiful epiphanies and awakenings and results. And uh, I'll give you an example. Our, our team was in the Congo for two months. And during that time, we were arrested by police five times and put in jail twice. And there is talk about fear and not knowing what's going to happen or feeling like you are the ultimate failure. And I battled that my entire life because you, you have these high expectations. And I think we all do when we graduate. Oh, we're going to go out, we're going to change the world and we're going to make a difference and, and we're going to make people better and, and, and we do so at our own detriment. And I love that about what you're doing is because you remind all of us that we've got to take care of us first. And if we are not taking care of ourselves by eating correctly and, and, and dieting and exercising and, and even more so, I think sometimes your, your mental health that goes along. And I think the mental health it parallels with your physical health. Absolutely. I know Absolutely. myself, even if I take a long walk, my mind is clear and it's, it's refreshing. Uh, but I think we all need to be reminded of that and that we are not superhuman, that uh, we are making differences even when we don't even realize that we're making those differences. Absolutely. What the mind believes the body achieves without question. Um, but Real quick, did, did y'all catch that? She was arrested in the Congo <laughs> twice. Do you guys know how dangerous the Congo is, first of all? Um, but I think what you said is so profound and just absolutely beautiful on so many levels, both spiritually and intellectually, about being on your knees more than being on the mountaintop. Because at, in, in my opinion and how I view pharmacy, we are servants. 
we're not, you know, I'm a doctor, I'm entitled, I don't do this. It's no, we are, uh, we have great power of knowledge. And with that power comes great responsibility to serve from being on our knees. And, and what you said, it, it, being arrested twice, that really will test your faith. And I want to just uh, tell you guys, because I know a lot of you have faced fearful situations uh, in, in the, the, ver- the levels of that varies from person to person. But if you look at both fear and faith, they are actually exactly the same, but twin opposites. So, so what is fear? Fear is not knowing the future and predicting what the outcome is in a negative light. Faith is not knowing the future and predicting the outcome in a positive light. So literally, when you face it, it's the truth. When you face adversity on a severe level, whether that's at the pharmacy or at school, maybe you're, maybe you're suffering with your grades, or maybe you have an unforeseen life circumstance, uh, personal with your family, with a friend, whatever that might be, and you feel like you're at that point where is this even worth it? If you've ever been in pharmacy, I guarantee you face this question, is this even worth it? And that is when your why is going to be tested and why it all comes back to having that strong why. Because if you have a strong why, you'll be able to bear almost any how. So when you're in the Congo, in jail, <laughs> that is a test of your faith. And holy crap, your mental game must be like next level to get through that <laughs> twice. So, wow, that's just amazing. Just amazing. It, it is. And, and uh, I've, I've recently published a book. Uh, so it took me six years. So it tells you what kind of writer I am, Adam. But when you are just working on the weekends and after hours, it, it takes a lot of time. But yeah, it, it was it was um, beautiful because I told my favorite stories on, on the treks. Uh, and a lot of that includes, you know, the stories of us collecting the plants and, and, and why, but it's not a research. It's just really some of my most favorite adventurous stories, if you will. But there is um, the underlying lesson, if you will, in my life. And, and it's, it, I, I'm thinking of the, the stories that are in the book and there's some very difficult things. And, and, and there are so many times in my life that I've come so close to giving up. Uh, you know, wow, you know, to be a barista at Starbucks and, and not have to worry about, you know, all this other stuff that you have to worry about as, as a pharmacist or whatever. And I'm not, not demeaning that at all, that, that, but, but just to, to change professions dr- drastically from going from something like that to, to a Starbucks is what I, I, I meant to incline. But um, you, know, you start thinking about, okay, I, I don't even want to do this career anymore. I want to completely do something different and, and, and not have to worry about that. Uh, but the thing is, is that you are growing and you are changing. And because of your growth, you are, and to use your word servant, you are becoming a greater and greater servant. And sometimes it's not what you put in the bottle that's gonna make a difference. It's that hug that you give a person. It's that five minutes of your time to listen and say, I understand, hang in there. And and to me, that is some of the best medicine that we could possibly be given out. And uh, I think that with me, when I 
my, my short term with retail, we were in a very, very busy store and that part was taken away. So that's when I got stressed out was because the focus was on insurance and, and, and filling those bottles instead of that one-on-one time that I felt was my calling is to that interaction with people. And, uh, and, and it's difficult if you, if you don't incorporate those things in your life. 100% agree. 100%. That is really um, profound what you said yet again. So it, it's just, you're amazing, really. Oh, Adam, I, I find you are. And I love that you're doing the work that you're doing. Oh, thank you. I just, I, I've just sort of been a little consumed with you and, and all the, <laughs> and you're so, you're so young in, 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 in many ways um, because you, you have it together. And, and it is, life is about this huge picture. And I think sometimes we get so focused, we go home and we're focused on one particular patient that maybe ruined our day that day. And we give them control. We let them steal our joy. And, and, and I, I tell myself often when those things happen, number one, don't take it personally. Uh, chances are that's nothing about you. It's whatever is going on in their life. Exactly. But life is so precious and you have so much to give that uh, don't let anything or anyone steal your joy. And you've just got too much to give. And that's in the world and at home and, you know, wherever you are. Spot on. Um, I've talked to so many pharmacy students and pharmacists who are going towards that path of burnout, negativity, changing careers. And it's always two reasons that, that are because of that. The first one is they're not prioritizing their self-care. They're skipping, they're skipping the gym. They're eating what's convenient. They're, they're not investing in their self because there's not enough time. Number one, that's the first thing. The second thing is it's, they don't see the one concept that it's not about you. So when someone comes into the pharmacy, and you guys have heard me say this time and time again, when someone comes into the pharmacy, chances are they're not having a good day. They have an infection. Maybe they just got diagnosed with a condition they're super scared about. Uh, they might have had. They might be picking up for a family member that just was in a car accident or had a heart attack. They're not in the best state of mind, right. so they're probably going to be projecting a lot of this pain and fear and anxiety. And while they're projecting it, it unfortunately sometimes comes to you. If you think and feel that it is about you and directed at you personally you will burn out. I guarantee you. Mm -hmm. But if you realize where they're coming from, I'm not saying take abuse, but if you realize intellectually where they're coming from and don't take it personally because it's not about you, you will not take that home with you. Guys, mm -hmm. those are the two reasons for burnout, period. You're not investing in your self-care and you're taking patients' pain personally. That's it. If you don't do those two things, you will have a long career, I guarantee you. Mm -hmm. So I think what you said is totally spot on. Um, coming back to what you said, there, there's so many things, so many ways we can go here. First, I do want to come back to your book because that's tremendous. And it, it's just, I, as a fellow author, I, I know what that takes. And for you to do six years, I get it. Um, I'm finishing up my book. It should be out before Thanksgiving, but that's going to be an almost four-year process for me. So I totally get it. <laughs> oh, congratulations. Congratulations. I saw that uh, the one on Amazon, 
Now, uh, this one, that one came out last fall, but this one actually I started before that one even began. Really? This one is going to be for pharmacy students on how to create a career that sets you up for success, makes you competitive, gives you those soft skills of how to nail your networking, master a conference and, and so forth. Nice. I cannot wait. Thank you. Thank you. But I, I want to come back to, to your story and what you said about the time that you were in pharmacy starting to feel that your your spark was dwindling and that you weren't dispensing your full potential as a pharmacist and as uh, someone that has such a beautiful humanity and, and sense of empathy for those that you serve and work with. Um, and, and unfortunately, a lot of people do come to that point. And every one of us will, will, if you have not already, come to a point where you ask yourself, is this even worth it? Is this really what I do want to do with my life? And it's a crossroads that all of us will face. Uh, so my question for you, Amy, is to kind of share when that moment happened, how you went about thinking about that and, and taking action, just creating some sort of momentum to get the ball rolling. So you didn't create this huge company. You didn't create this, this huge thing overnight. It took time. It took steps. That's what I want you to share is where do you start if you find yourself in that place where you feel like you're not having a, f a fulfilling career or you feel burnt out or you start asking these types of questions? Where can you recommend someone to start that's in that position? Yeah, For me, um, I think one of the, the best things I could say is do not let fear stop you. When you start to embark on a new career or you, you start to venture out, um, it's an unknown. You have no idea uh, what's going on. And, and case in point, I decide I'm going to go out and I'm going to find these treatments. That's based on over you know, the fact over 55% of our pharmaceuticals come from nature, from these novel compounds. So I know that there are a lot more novel compounds out there and, and new pharmaceuticals. But Adam, when I started, I naively thought, oh, yes, I'll just go and get. I had no idea how to take a team into a country, the permits that were required, how to get those specimens out where the money was going to come from, uh, yada, yada, yada. But you know, for some reason, I just kept putting one step in front of another, in front of another, in front of another. And there were a lot of things that I had to learn the hard way. It was a very steep learning curve. Uh, the, the thing is, is that sometimes it's really good to be naive because had I known all the obstacles and the hurdles and the complications that we would have over the 10 years, 11 years now that we've had to encounter, I don't know that I would have even started the process. But there is an excitement about creating your life and about creating what you want. And even though you have no idea what's around the next corner, I'll tell you this. Every expectation that I thought I would have when I started this company, none of that happened. But what ended up happening were things that were far beyond what I could ever imagine. Doors opened. I met people. I had opportunities and, and teammates that I could never 
have comprehended were possible at that beginning. So I guess what I, I would say is if somebody feels like they are um, at a dead end or that they can't do something, uh, you know, feel the fear and do it anyway. I love that. And, and guys, I, I, what you said is so great. Um, wanting to know what's ahead because we all do like we're type A pharmacists. We want to know the plan. We want to do, do, do it. One, two, three, ABC, right? But not knowing can be such a, a wise thing and, and avoiding those, those painful moments. Uh, they might allow you to bypass it, but painful experiences, naive experiences might be hard lessons, but they're lessons that you'll never forget and likely never repeat. Right. So there, there is value in that. And then I talk a lot about how pain can be actually such a blessing. Um, but, but I think what you said is, is just embracing that fear and, and looking at it. You guys have probably heard this acronym before, F-E-A-R, fear. Is it, you know, face everything and rise like Amy's doing, or is it fear scary stuff? So you've got to really define what fear means for you and take action towards that. And, and what you said is, is so great that you just need to start. Send an email. Maybe you're looking at diving deeper into nutrition. Send me an email. I started that journey back in 2010. So send me an email. I'd be happy to get you started. Um, follow an account. Uh, read a book. Do something. Some one little thing. All it takes is one little action step. You don't have to figure everything out in today, but you need to create some sort of momentum to get the ball rolling and set yourself up so that you can keep that process going day by day by day. It's not doing a 180 and, and, just, and getting 100% now. It's 1% improvement every single day, constant and never-ending improvement. That's the secret. And, and I think such a, a great piece of advice that you shared, uh, Amy, and I think it's spot on because that's how I started too. So right. I, I love that. And Adam, I, I think that, that you are very much like me too and that um, you have to be okay with going beyond your comfort zone. The very first expedition we did, we went after grants, we went after funding and got absolutely not $1 towards the expedition itself. So that expedition in 2008, all the way to 2014, I funded out of my own pocket. Now, so the only reason I'm saying that is you talk about getting out of your comfort zone when you start putting your own finances in, you know, you deplete your 501k, you, you, you deplete everything. Um, but the thing is, is that it's okay to make those risks. You've got to be wise in making the, those, those um, decisions, if you will. But had I not put everything that I had into that, I mean, I gave everything. And when you're passionate about something, as you know, you give everything. And you look back and you would have it no other way because if you didn't give everything of yourself, you can't expect everything uh, that you desire to come back to you as well. And I think that really, I think the bottom line is, is that I believe that we all have purposes and purpose in life. And this was um, a big part of my life and what I was led to do and had I not done what I did, I would have said no. And again, I think that there would have been a part of my soul that would have died because I would not have been living the purpose of who I am and, and being of service to other people, as you so beautifully stated earlier. I think the big takeaway 
is that money talks. And there's a, a many reasons for that. And one thing that, that I've seen that distinguishes people that get all excited, try something for a couple months, and then say it didn't work out, as opposed to you who have been doing this for many, many years, is it's the concept of delayed gratification, of not expecting all this money and this change right now and uh, this glorification and whatnot now, but putting that aside, setting your ego aside, and realizing that this is a process there is going to be a payoff, right. whatever that means to you, whether that's impact or whatever, whatever, whatever you judge that by, but that will not come in weeks, months, or even years. Right. That is going to be a process and a test of if you're in that for the right reasons. Now, there are some people that keep going in it for the wrong reasons. And unfortunately, uh, you will be found out. It's true, especially with social media now. Someone meets you and they, they can see right through that crap because guys, this is truth. When you are faking and not being true and honest with yourself and you're trying to be someone you're not, that might work for months, even years, but here's what's going to happen. And I have seen this myself. Eventually, you're going to come up against or meet someone that isn't it for the right reasons and has been doing this for a long time, and they'll be able to see right through your bullshit so fast. You will be so, you don't want to be in that situation. I have seen that happen. Right. So you do not want to be, you, it's, you're doing yourself a disservice. So you really need to, to have an honest conversation with yourself and, and, and ask, you know, what am I doing this for? What is my why? Mm -hmm. And see what steps you need to take to get that started. And, and, and I think this dovetails so nicely to what you've done, what you've shared, putting that delayed gratification, investing everything you had, both uh, with your energy, with your time and financially going back to money talks and years and years and years, you know, 28 plus years later as a pharmacist, and now here you are with all of this success, with this impact, with this team that you said earlier, you know, you couldn't do without. And I agree 100%, regardless of what area you are in as a pharmacist, we can't do anything without our techs, without our team. There are knights and, knights and princesses in shining armor, let me tell you. <laughs> I'd be nothing without my techs. <laughs> um, but all that's culminated into your work to give back and to share these stories, right. that being your book. And, and I would really like for you to share the title of that book a little bit. I know you shared it's your stories. Um, I will put a link to that in the show notes so that you guys can get a copy of that because that is going to be really inspirational. If you thought what she had to say here was, we're, we're a little limited with time, but with that book, you can have so, just adventure after adventure. Can, so I do want to invite you to share uh, more about your book and, and what that looks like. Right. The, the title is And the Silence Spoke. And, um, you know, it really is just really some of our most favorite experiences on the tracks. It's going into these remote uh, villages, the experiences we have to driving in the SUVs, crossing rivers and and. I don't want to give away much of the book because it, it is there. There are some some beautiful, beautiful stories in there. But we have uh, a film on Amazon Prime called Expedition Congo. Wow. And on all of our treks, we take a film team. And so we created a documentary that has been blessed with some really great awards. And that's all the team. That's that's not my doing. Wow. But uh, in the book like the last five or six chapters are based on the Congo. And it really talks about 
truly, Adam, it is the experiences that you have as you walk through life and the wonderful surprises. And yet at the same time, the situations that we have and the results, you know, like I mentioned, the arrest and uh, the two that, that, that I talk about a lot in the book were, were quite horrifying uh, to the point where uh, a police raises a, a sawed-off shotgun and knocks the back of the head of our driver and almost knocks him unconscious and the yelling and 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 so forth uh, to you know some of the travels that we do to remote areas to see the mummies up on the side of the cliff which um, bring about the the afterlife and how other people look at what happens when a person in the tribe dies and the respect for, for, for that and the spirituality and, uh, and then, you know, reflecting upon your own experiences with your, your own family members who have passed. And so, um, but it, it really is, it's, it's been a, a beautiful process. As you know, I think when you finish a book, you're so happy that it's over, but (laughs) (laughs) isn't that the truth? Uh, But, you know, I've had just the most wonderful comments and the joy alone of knowing that, that people are are reading it and that they're enjoying it. And, um, and so anyway, it's, it's, it's been a beautiful process. That's absolutely phenomenal, and I had no idea that you're a movie star. <laughs> oh, no, the team, the team is, but uh, you know they they don't show the the the, the parts in there where uh, you know there there was a point where uh, in the Congo we were bombarded with swarms of bees constantly every single day, and to be stung by bees, you know, it's not a bad thing unless you have anaphylactic reactions, but. It's the psychological thing when all of a sudden you have 100, 200 bees around you and they are crawling on the inside of your glasses and and in your ears. And it becomes this psychological challenge. And uh, at one point is was the point in the two month trek that I had my breaking point. And I turned to my two good friends who are there. You never lose your composure in front of your your, your um, porters and trackers. You just never lose your composure. But in front of uh, Will and Tibby, who are, are my good buddies, you know, I just turned to them, Adam, and, and, and tears started going down my cheeks. And I was like, you know, I don't know how much more I can handle. And at that point, they both hugged me. And it's like, it's okay. It's okay. And that was enough to be able to say, okay, everything's okay. Had the breaking point. We're, we're going to be fine. So let's, you know, let's put the big girl panties on and let's just keep going. And, and sometimes that's all you need is just somebody to say, okay, understand. Uh, it's going to be okay. Exactly. And that is our role as, as pharmacists with patients, you know, coming to us with really personal sensitive issues, their, their health, their, their state of living. And they come to you with this, they have questions and yes, you're really busy. Yes. You might be understaffed. You've got flu shock quotas, whatever it is. But if you lose sight of the reason you're there, healing and empathy, you lose the opportunity to do what those two friends of yours just did to you. And what was it? A million dollars? 
uh, getting a whole new team, giving you, you know, all this food and just snapping your fingers and the bees went away. No, there was no miracle. There was nothing extraordinary, just genuine compassion. It was a hug. It was meeting you where you are and saying, I am here with you. That's all it took. And look what you've produced because of that. And guys, each and every one of you have this opportunity as a pharmacist, whether you're in community, whether you're in the hospital, whether you're a pharmacy student and you're at a health fair, you have the opportunity to do this. You don't have to wait till you graduate and go 20 years deep and be in the Congo, which is phenomenal, but you don't have to wait. There's no right time. The right time is right now. And you have the opportunity to do that. And and that's really the message that I really wanted to portray through this podcast and through all the amazing work that Amy's done is healing starts with you. That's what I've been trying to preach and share with you all through the work that I've done that's become my mission is really show you that you do have that power. You don't have to wait until you have accolades uh, before you have more degrees in the thermometer. Like you guys can do this right now, wherever you are, that's exactly where you are meant to be. So I think that's an amazing story. Uh, I could go on for hours and hours, but I guess I'll just go on Amazon Prime and watch your movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll tell you that uh, after every one of our tracks, we uh, the post production team creates DVDs. So I'm still old fashioned. So I like you know, a, a, you know DVD, HD, whatever. But could be VHS though. <laughs> you could be real old fashioned go VHS. Well, that's true. Yeah, I did give that one up several years ago. Uh, but anyway, they progress. Usually, progress. <laughs> they usually get those to me like within a week. And Adam, I just barricade myself and I am consumed because I'm like, okay, what did we capture? How does this look? You know, how are we going to do this? Blah, blah, blah. When we got back from the Congo, it took me seven and a half months before I would look at that footage. Uh, it was intense from uh, we were lost to dehydration, to swarms of bees, to the police arrest. It was just one thing after another, after another. Um, but, you know, you, 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 you look back and, uh, you know, I'll just reiterate again, I would not change one decision. And I haven't made always the best decisions, but you learn from those and you move on. And, you know, as far as what you were saying with with, uh, the pharmacy profession, I didn't graduate pharmacy school thinking that I was gonna be an explorer or much less write a book or much less have educational materials out in the world. I never, ever thought of that. What I did was I saw a need. I saw that I was, I felt extremely helpless. And I thought I would just try and do something that would make a difference. And one door opened, another door opened, another door opened, another door opened. And, but it was only because the people along the way that were so kind to help open those doors Uh, This isn't something I did on my own. I just had the open heart and the open mind to say yes and yes and yes and yes. And um, like you, you know, if anyone, if there's something that I can ever do to help any of your listeners, um, I'm always open to that. You know, we are a strong profession. 
We're a very respected profession. And I think that in the years to come, what our responsibilities are going to shift. But I also think that our roles are going to expand beyond the borders that we have them at now. And they're going to be individuals that are going to come next generation. They're out there right now. And if there's something that I can do to help, uh, please know that it would, it would be a joy to do so. Absolutely beautiful. Everything that you said and, and bringing this podcast full circle. In the beginning, we talked about um, if you're a, a pharmacy student or pharmacist at your breaking point, facing that, that lack of passion, facing that, that focus on negativity and what's wrong instead of what's right. And you ask yourself the question, is this worth it? I think that if you take Amy's advice and learn from what she's done, uh, from what she just said, being in the Congo and arrested and everything that she's gone through, I can, I'm going to ask you a question, and I think I know the answer, and I think the listeners and, and viewers will as well. But Amy, sharing all that you've gone through and, and everything that you've endured, you've invested time, you've invested years, you've made sacrifices, you've invested money, you've invested pain, you've invested a lot. But right now, I'm going to ask you the question, is that even worth it? Oh, without a doubt. Yeah. Exactly. Absolutely. So guys, if you want to be in that position of being asked that question and saying, yes, everything I did is worth it. Yes, I am living my passion. Yes, I am making a difference. I might not have my end goal right now, but I am making moves. I'm taking action. Because if you are faced with that question of is what I'm doing worth it and you can't say yes, being true to yourself, the only person that can change that no or maybe or I don't know into a solid without a doubt yes is you. And the way you do that is to get started. That's what this podcast is about. You have the power. You don't have to wait. There's no right time. The right time is right now. Use what Amy shared. I know this was a longer podcast than normal, but it's worth it because you're worth it. And that's the whole point. You are what makes the difference in your life. The only person that can turn that question of is it worth it into a resounding yes, where it makes you smile just like Amy did. If you're watching the video portion of this, you can see that. You can see the passion. You can feel it. You can hear it in what she says, in the works that she does, and how she lives her life, and how she works with others, and how she inspires others through the work that she does. That is what it takes. It's mm -hmm. taking action. And the only one that can do that is you. So I hope you guys found this podcast valuable. I am fired up. Uh, I'm glad I have this weekend off. We're recording on a Saturday because I'm going to take all this energy and put it into productivity. So <laughs> I absolutely loved it. And that's what's great about this podcast is you can listen to it driving to work. Maybe you're walking to pharmacy school. Maybe you're walking, walking to class or you have some extra time on a weekend and you're watching the YouTube video version of this uh, podcast. But guys, I, I really appreciate you taking the time to invest in yourself to grow, to, to learn from people that are doing the things you dream about. Because guess what? They started right where you were. They started right with what you had or what you didn't have. And that, I hope, is an inspiration to you that it doesn't take all these things. It doesn't take all this stuff. It only takes right now and it only takes you. So if you found this helpful, please share this podcast, whatever, wherever you're listening it to. 
especially Instagram, post that in the stories, tag me at the fit pharmacist so that I know you're listening. I will reshare that to give a shout out for your support on YouTube. This was a very engaging video podcast as well. I would love for you to see all of the other things involved with this. We have snippets from the work that she's done that are going to be a part of this video portion of YouTube. So if you're listening to the audio portion, check out the YouTube because there's parts in there that are not in the audio. Please make sure that you check that out as well. Subscribe, share this because that's how this community grows. That's how we're going to change where pharmacy is and invest in it to be a, be that change and to help each other to rise through that. You heard Amy say, if you're in a spot where you're not sure where to go, she is there to help you. We want to get this message out to more pharmacy students, to more pharmacists, to healthcare professionals all over the world, that it doesn't have to be just you. Each needs the help of the other. And that's how we do this, guys. Mm -hmm. It's all about the team. And that's the purpose of this podcast. So please help that mission go by subscribing to this, by sharing this with other people that you know, whether they're starting out, but where you started in pharmacy or they've been practicing for quite a while, that's what this is for. That's the whole reason for the Fit Pharmacist community is to be the change you wish to see in pharmacy. And that starts with you dispensing your full potential. Mm -hmm. So I hope that this interview served as one of the many resources to help empower you to do that. And I just want to acknowledge you, Amy, for being on this, for sharing your journey and all of your wisdom, because I took notes, I learned a ton, and I'm extremely honored to now know you uh, video to video. First it was Instagram, Instagram, then email, email, <laughs> now video, video. So we're like escalating here. <laughs> it's getting kind of serious. <laughs> I love it. I love it. It, it really has been such a treat uh, to be with you. I adore you. I love what you're doing. And uh, we'll look forward to all the other podcasts that you have coming out. So thank you for letting me be a part. It's an honor. Guys, this is Dr. Adam Martin of the Fit Pharmacist Healthcare Podcast signing off with the Amy Greeson. Go forth, be great, and dispense your full potential because it all starts with you. Thank you so much for listening through to the end of that episode. I hope you're going to share this all across social media. Let people know that you're subscribed to the Fit Pharmacist Healthcare Podcast. Let me know. Post it. Tell me how it's impacted your pharmacy career and life. I would love to see your thoughts. I can't wait for this amazing and passionate community we're creating of leaders and healthcare. You're now a part of the movement, a part of the family. Thank you for being here. I can't wait to share the next episode with you.